0: Hey guys, we are back today and this is going to be so fun because I have two very 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 special guests with me today. I've got Chris and Jess from the Spiritualized podcast and we are we're New friends, but we're old souls. It's like we've known each other before. We're on the same wave. We vibe together, and I can't wait to bring a just a very high vibration conversation to you guys. So Chris and Jess are uh, spiritual mentors. They're coaches. They're manifestation gurus, and they've been working with celebrities, um, over the years. They've had the pleasure of working with a lot of different celebrities, and this is where I'm really interested in finding out more and learning more because the energy and the frequency of a celebrity is just so expansive and what is required to then hold the container for someone who's already so expanded. I mean, that requires a next level of mentorship and coaching. And I'm super excited to dive in deep. But um, before we do that, Chris and Jess, if you would please um, Introduce yourself. Anything that you want us to know? I know you guys have a lot of wonderful projects that you're working on, and I also I'm always interested in knowing like how did people, how did you guys meet? Yeah. Like how do you how do you know each other? Like, God, um, that that's so that's a funny story. <laughs> I'm yeah. Ready.
1: To start. Oh my God! Uh, well, thank you so much, Mina, for having us on the podcast. Um, my name is Chris. I am in Los Angeles, and. Yeah, i I found a funny journey trajectory into the self-development and spiritual space. But prior to that, and still I, I own a marketing company that um was featured in Forbes. And um just over the last 15 years, I've been working with tons of celebrities, everyone from Paris Hilton to the Kardashian family. Um, I, I've done Super Bowl commercials with Little Nas X and like, you know, working in the philanthropy space as well with celebrities. Um and what I've known and just kind of being in in how manifestation is, is you know something that I'm so passionate about is like oh my god we look to them as like these ultimate manifestors and they're they're able to um, play in these expanded realities and so I'm excited to talk about that. Um, I'm also a music artist and activist and so I'm just excited to have these high frequency conversations with you and Jess
2: yeah um, well I'm Jess and I think before I say what um, you know I get up to I really want to say how Chris and I met because it's such a an extraordinary story of synchronicity and of course in our in our world synchronicity is everything and as we're moving to higher frequencies the sort of unveiling of whoever's in our fractal whoever's on our timeline just starts to appear so I was on Instagram one day and I was uh, just sort of come in to I think, um, being a manifestation coach. I was looking at this, this guy's um, uh, Instagram and he had, his writing was amazing. And he was this gay, this gay coach for dating for gay guys. And so I wrote, I DM'd him and I was like, oh my God, your writing is so good that if I was a gay guy, I would for sure join your course, but I'm not. And he's like, oh my God, you've got to join it. this you know, so I was like okay. Um, so. <laughs> So see what happens because actually this goes a little bit into my story is that um I'd been originally I'd grown up with these sort of very hippie parents and had all of this freedom and then went into become a dancer a ballet dancer very successful at that um and then there was this whole sort of uh life collapse in terms of um wh- why I suddenly went into the corporate space is because there was just this constant fear message of you need security you need to be in the corporate space otherwise we won't be able to get a mortgage you won't be able to do this and so I just walked out of dancing even though it's at the height of my career I went into the corporate space and I stayed there in this sort of very uh, elite law firm in London um, one of the best in the world and that I stayed there for like 20 years and as I was coming towards the end of that, I started having the spiritual awakening. And as I got into the heart of the spiritual, spiritual awakening, I didn't know at the time that's what it was. I was probably around 40. I just had my daughter. Um, what happened then was I walked out of the job. I walked out of the 22-year marriage. I walked out of everything walked out of my life um not in a bad way just like oh it, it was all very done very friendly and in a nice way but something was moving me and I didn't know what it was. Um, I sold my home. I moved to the, across the other side of London, just my daughter and my dog and, you know, starting a new business. I'd never had my own business. And so it was a lot. Plus I suddenly went through the dark night of the soul and it was a lot to deal with. So I come back to the story of that um, I was in this space and I'd met this, this person and he's like, you've got to do this uh, dating thing. Uh, so like, oh, I'll just see what it's about. You know, I love synchronicity. And because he started posting me onto his um, uh, what's it, his Instagram, because at that point, I'd sort of jumped very quickly from having um so doing $25 products too that I found really difficult to sell um, in manifestation and really having to quickly come into the mindset of like right how does this money thing work and my first two clients were then like 10,000 each but I jumped like a few weeks later to my first $120,000 client and that was a pure manifestation process um, and so he was like oh you know we were going to sort of coach together. And so that's why I started getting posted onto his stories. And then that's where Chris saw me, because Chris had been a client. And then that's the start of our whole uh, journey. And actually just says a little bit about you know, my history and how I ended up being a manifestation teacher.
1: And the thing is, where where we were working together, it, it became clear, it was like, oh, we're friends and like, we're kind of old souls reconnecting. And Jess and I like g- became extremely bonded through uh, our own journeys, going through our spiritual relationships. And it was so wild because, you know, when you meet your your spiritual soul family, like your the fractals kind of reflect to you. And so like we were finding that as we were expanding and moving into like higher states of consciousness, we were getting that reflection. So it was this like powerful, like container to be able to, you know, everyone that goes through the spiritual awakening, they feel very isolated and lonely, but like, I think our friendship from across the world from LA to London really like crystallized because, you know, we were, uh, also similarly going to, through the like deep deep like you know the way that you like to go deep Mina is like you know really coming into the divine and all, all that is so um so excited
0: awesome what what really I feel like you guys you know reaching out to do the podcast with me was a manifestation of mine as well because I had I was in the space where I was starting to awaken into, well, if I really want to bring my message bigger, if I really want more women to be helped um, by this message and because of women, you know, of course, you know when you help more women, you help more men, you help more children, you help everyone, right? If I want to go bigger, then I'm going to have to learn to hold, A bigger level of energy. And so I was in this conversation with God saying, well, well, you know, how do I do that? And, and the thing that was coming forth repeatedly, the signs I kept seeing is that, you know, watch the celebrities, watch the celebrities, right? And at first, there was a space, well, well, yeah, but like celebrities, they're in the entertainment business, and I'm teaching, I'm like, wait a minute, though there's similarities there of consciousness and frequencies of like being able to hold a lot of things, hold a lot of energy coming at you and still being able to give your message and not being crumbled under that energy. And so I was in that space where I was kind of like internally having these downloads and conversations. And then you guys reached out Mm. to do the podcast. And because of that, I started listening to your podcast and you guys have this one, um, this one, A podcast episode that I listened to 20 times in like three days because it was it was like God used that episode to answer all of my questions and every time I re-listened to it I mean I've listened to it more than 20 times but the, the first three days I listened to it 20 times in three days like that's all I was doing I was just like done repeat done repeat because every time I was listening I listen I listened to it 20 times but I actually listened to 20 different podcasts from that same podcast I was hearing different things every single question that I had asked God about why are you why do you keep bringing images of celebrities when I'm asking how do I expand my energy more to go bigger like what how is this connected it was like that podcast interview which I it's so weird because every time I listen to it I'm like they didn't say this before. Jess never said that before. Chris never said that before. It's like new stuff. Yeah, It's like God changes it every time I listen to it <laughs> to give me like a deeper answer. And I was, I'm I'm hooked. I'm still going to keep listening to that message every single day. And I listen to all your other podcasts. I will say this. I will say this. I hope no one's offended, but, and I know I've been on it too, but I just like these episodes where it's just you guys. Like, I know you're bringing all of these amazing guests like you even brought me thank you I appreciate it but honestly it's something about when it's just you guys talking and just riffing it's just like gold there's like I I feel like God has encoded messages in there for me of things that I've been asking and then you say it and then he says that I'm just like "Oh, oh my god that's it that's what I was asking you you're using them to channel messages over to me yes so talk to me about I feel like there's something more that you have to say to me. I don't know what it is. Tell me the things. Like, Uh, what what have you found about working with celebrities when it comes to holding this frequency? And what can us mere mortals like learn from them? Tell us all the things.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I feel like, and to me, you're so embodied. And really, when you look at a celebrity, it's like, let's use Beyonce, for example. It's like, it's because it's this embodiment of this pure frequency of Beyonce just living out the pure alignment of who she's being called to be and I think that 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 is uh just in the energy field that she's holding like a stadium of like 50,000 people it's it's giving them the permission for that divine essence to come forth when I see you, and actually you are a celebrity in your own right, and you have this magnetism and really what people, they think, oh, it's, you know, physical attraction or it's what their message is and all this other stuff. It's a, it's an essence, it's a frequency. And really what, you know, Jess and I have found just like in these conversations with, you know, other reality vendors, but even, you know, just spending time with, with these people, um, they come into this a harmonic alignment with the fact that this is who they're called to be and they're unapologetic about it. So I actually did a, during the pandemic, I just got obsessed with watching like music documentaries and I watched like maybe 40 music documentaries from like David Bowie to Rihanna, to Nicki Minaj, to JLo, to Madonna, everyone, all these icons. And I was like, I was wanting to codify. I was like, what is something about each person? And just to kind of feel into the frequency and the texture of it, and what was happening was, every one of them decided pre-fame. This was pre-fame that they didn't give a fuck what other people thought about them. That's that was the liberation. That was the freedom point from which their fame could come. Because as you're speaking about, like, you know, we talked about it in, in this new podcast episode that will come out on Spiritualized about Lady Balls. We talk a lot about the nervous system. And essentially what what's entrained in, in a celebrity with this high frequency is that they are able to receive everything. So while we, we know the Kardashians have so much fame and so much, um, you, know, attention, they're not all of it is good, right? So they're receiving all of the the negativity and the critiques and the the inquiry into their life, and you know all of the things that are trying to knock them down. So I say this thing all the time with like you know people that are in this high expansion. It's like yeah, they're billionaires or multimillionaires. They also get a lot of lawsuits. They also have to be able to handle you know like fifty people stabs, like you know working with them on like seven eight figure deals. It's like well we know that money is energy so in order for that um uh power and that energy to come into their field they need this energetic container and structure to be able to hold uh that frequency so i think that you know this is very so much aligned in manifestation because um i think that that was like the other thing too before i pass it to jess it's like one thing that we 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 all have within us is pure consciousness. We are all from the universal pure awareness and the divine looking to express through us. And so we have these templates where, you know, it's the Olympic champion or the, the CEO, you know, the Elon Musk or Steve Jobs, right? Or we have like, you know, the Paris Hiltons or Kim Kardashians, whoever that we're looking for as a template and what it's doing, it's evoking, it's giving us permission To step into the fullness of what is our god-given potential it's our calling right and even i have this joke which i think like mina we are all kind of like this jess and i we love luxury too so like i'm like i'm a spiritual kardashian i'm like what better than that you know format and and so what when it comes to just pure manifestation however it's it's that there's this collapsing of of what the status quo says is available to us and what mere logic or what the matrix even you know the there's these the rules of engagement that you know tell you this is how uh this is this is the the ceiling through which you can get to obviously you've broken your own ceiling multiple and multiple times and that's the that's the power of these public figures is that they um they're suspended in in whatever uh uh limitations that people think would would stop them they're like nope I can actually go through this but actually another connecting point too is that they often had those hard moments that actually became the springboard so like we we know in manifestation as well is that as you're synchronizing and coming into union with your desire you're also feeling the uh almost the energetic uh, shadow of the other side of, of not having that fame. So I think like there, there's so many streams to that.
2: Yeah, so the other thing from more of a manifestation uh, perspective of the way we work is um, when with a celebrity, you've really got to look at the entourage because there's a lot of energy coming in. Um, so if we're taking, you know, Madonna, Britney Spears, Kim Kardashian, any of those people, they've got an enormous amount of energy coming in that they have to receive that the body can't really process unless it has the right um, system around it. And so As we really looked at the energetics of fame, uh, what was noticed is Madonna's had a very, what seems like a very strong um, entourage, an entourage that has her best interests at heart and so with that she's able to be in her energy and she's got this very this sort of almost barrier around her and it's going to be all of the team the dancers whoever that are really looking after her and supporting her energy and they from what i can see they have this ability to they're not really out for themselves. There's gonna be Britney Spears where her entourage were all out for themselves. They were trying to like sort of get what they could from her. So she wasn't protected. And so all of this incredible energy was coming onto her nervous system and just pushing down and down until she couldn't take any more. And then we have the nervous breakdown and then everybody can just pick and pick and pick the, the pieces from her like vultures. And so when we're looking at really for the celebrity space, really creating a strong uh, entourage, uh, that's going to be the most important thing with all of this extra energy coming onto somebody who is more in a limelight, who is receiving more. And so that's one important step. The other important step is to understand the distorted reality field, which was what uh, Steve Jobs was really um. Uh, working with, and I've forgotten his name. I'd reached out to who had really come up with the the theme of um, the distorted reality field because uh, it was a friend of Steve Jobs at college and he had sort of mentored Steve and had told him about how to hold this uh, distorted reality field, which is essentially holding a vision so strong, so integrated, knowing that, Even if it's impossible, and what Steve Jobs was doing at the time was impossible, but he had the charisma and the energy and the imagination to hold that space. And even when the top engineers were saying, This is not possible, and all of them were saying that, he was like, This is possible, get it done and get it done fast. And they started to be able to do it because they were pulled into his frequency. And this is, you know, I know, uh, Mina, that you love the morphic fields as well. This is really about the morphic fields is you're holding the space within the morphic field and pulling people in and then they can entrain to the energy and then start to retrieve the um the answers from the the quantum field and so of course if it's coming through the imagination it's usually possible and if it's really integrated into someone they just know that this is going to work then the solution is there and i have a really funny story that a like a little version a tiny tiny version of this when i was in the core corporate space. It's in this huge law firm with like the best of the best um, and the best IT team. And so there was this product we'd got and the lawyers um, had wanted to do something very specific in it. And so I was sort of the in between. And so the IT department were like, no, this can't be done. I'm like, I know it can be done. I sort of can understand what they're getting at, the lawyers. And so I sat there for three days. Like, I'm like, there's a bug here and I can fix it. I know I, I know it's there, but I really applied myself. I committed. I knew that there was a solution there and I found out what it was. And it was something very simple, but the IT team just hadn't, They're busy. They've got other stuff to do. They don't really care about it. And so the important thing is when you're pulling someone into your vision, it has got to be so strong and so magnetic that other people cannot help but be in that really strong energy with you and not one of those people like, well, we'll give it a go, but, you know, probably won't work type energy. And we sort of really want to get rid of those people um, and to increase that magnetism. So we're really pulling in a nice strong energy of the, you know, the very best of the best. And so that's another sort of more um, day-to-day element of, you know, uh, what we do.
0: Oh my God, so much to unpack over there. So much gold. I'm going to start with, when I was writing this book, um, I have my own team, which is just they're always like 10 steps ahead. Like they, they just they get it. They're like in my head. They both started off with being subscribers and just like really being engaged with the content where it changed their lives. So when they came in, there was this natural element of like, I love you so much. And I will just hold you in like, like you said, with Madonna's energy, it's like I've got that containment from them. Well, with the book writing process, we ended up hiring some contractors just for little projects and we had one person that where no matter what we said it was like nope that can't be done and then I would find out how to do it and take screenshots and send them right it's like yes it can so when I was journaling on this I got this kind of this visual and I think you've just explained it in words I got this visual of it was like my energy and God was showing me like wrap your energy like this and then just move forward So I didn't understand what that meant. Like I couldn't put words in it, but I knew how to do it. So I put myself in this energy of, like you said, that like, this is the vision. This book is going to come out exactly as I'm thinking, but I didn't have to say anything to anyone. I was just holding it. And this person corrected themselves. I didn't have to have any conversations. It was like all of a sudden, it, it's their energy just completely shifted. And they just came, they were coming from this energy of like, yes, that can be done. And they just started doing it and started even almost acting like my own team of like being a few steps ahead of what i even asking. So I love that. The, the, the other thing I want to, I, I love what you said about the expansion of energy required, and then that support, that masculine containment from their entourage. Typically, we hear more about the entourage from, you know, the MC Hammer type of situations where people are just leeching off of them and, 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 and running them dry. and, And you never hear about, like, this is the first time I've actually heard of someone talking about like the entourage that just supports you and holds your energy. And it vibes with what I teach with like the divine masculine doing that for the feminine in relationships. So I love that. So money and fame seem to go hand in hand in the fact that people are scared of it. People consider it evil. People, you know, are they everyone wants both of those things. But it's like, it's also like the curse of the devil, right? Like we hear about these things of like how money is going to, it's the root of all evil. It's going to ruin your life. How fame is going to ruin your life. And it's all about the ego. How have you um, seen people? How, what, what would you say is similar about these energies? And how have you seen the celebrity world playing with both of these energies and using them for good or bad or neutral or whatever?
1: Okay, Mina. So your the divine mystical forces are are working perfectly because my Claire audience was just like saying like this is the message that one of the messages for you to receive, which is really awesome, because I have a very dissolved uh, experience of fame, and obviously working just integrated with it with these celebrities, and to this level of of. Okay, what let's let's unpack, you know, why people are scared of it or why they have this like fear or they there's this stigma, so to speak. How I've harmonized it with God and just even just um even seeing it play out just with the personal relationships is that fame is about visibility. And so if like, you know, maybe the word, the label, the texture of that word has a frequency, I love just kind of shifting where you will become in in the world of god right you will become as visible as proportionate to the purpose in your calling on earth so that you receive that in the fullness of what god has called you to be right and so what is what i've understood and just um i've had the uh experience of being able, able to manage like you know the digital audiences of these stars and just you know seeing the millions and millions of people that are being affected, uh, influenced, right? And also just inspired. And what we know about inspiration is inspiring means in spirit. And so when you look at an inspiring person, whether they're an athlete or a celebrity or, you know, uh, a business person, that is this divine embodiment that that we all look to as these beacons of light. And obviously there are people that are famous for the wrong reasons or for more negative reasons but well we're we're disregarding that we're talking about being in the light for prosperity for purpose right and so what i just a, a good example of this is that you know having been on the inside of like the kardashians team and like paris and it's like the sheer amount of fan mail that they get and you know i i tell this story all the time because you know, with the headlines and clickbait and stuff like that, people can have a very distorted narrative of who they think these people are. But, um, you know, I would get this person's fan mail from around the world and just be like writing a letter to the Kardashians. And it's like, you know, you guys inspire me so much. I don't have a family, like my family doesn't like me, or like, I, I don't have my, I don't have a good relationship with my sister. So I I connect with you guys and you guys give me this hope that like one day I'm going to have my family and we're going to be all so close and we're going to fight. But at the end of the day, we are going to love each other, you know? And then, you know, even on the flip side, it's like, Oh, well, and I'm sure you must have gotten these, these types of messages for you've changed my life. You, you gave me that, that I, I call it the first lit birthday candle where Uh, you are the lit birthday candle. And then you light, you know, we light one candle, and then we go and light the rest of the cake. And so they become these first lit birthday candles where it's not on one end of it, it's like you've inspired me to, to live and to give me that permission to embody a, a more expanded reality. But on the other hand, it's also you saved my life. You, you gave me the hope and inspiration to not kill myself today or to know that I'm worthy and that to not give up, you know? And um, I know that you've also, you know, in your platform have have received this because the women that come to you have had these issues of trauma and they're in these abusive relationships. And, you know, so to me, I, I've completely harmonized that the fame piece of it in the eyes of God, right? So if we can look at it through the lens of love, Righteousness means right-seeing. So let's see fame, let's see abundance, let's see money in the way that God sees it, and let's go there, let's play, let's do more, let's activate more souls um, within their divine essence. And this is the, you know, something that Jess and I, we love because the spiritual leader is not of the old paradigm. It doesn't mean it's just the Eckhart Tolle's or, you know, these thought leaders or these mystical, like, you know, that doesn't resonate with me. I'm, you know, for me, you know, this like queer, like fashionable guy from like Los Angeles, like I, like I, I get activated by seeing myself reflected in the people that I love. And, you know, while, you know, a certain leader will resonate with a certain audience, you know, uh, the course of miracles talks about how we are all called to be teachers of God. So I think that, 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 uh, frequency of of authenticity of purity of just like not giving a fuck and living your best life like that in itself is spiritual like the more um uh we had talked about earlier just sort of about desire being a preview of what what God has for me in store like I think I've also come into my own conversation with God where it's like don't put a ceiling on my miracle God always tells me that and and I think that as you um, you know, start to uh, play with just what these celebrities are doing. It's that they're living the lives of the miraculous only because they're not putting a ceiling on themselves. And so one last thing is like Neville Goddard, he talks about how um, when you have trust in yourself, when you believe in yourself, it's the same as having faith in God because you are God. And so the celebrities, they fucking believe in themselves. And they had to do it before. Like, it looks like an overnight success. They had to do it before. Like, uh, you know, I worked with Lil Nas X on a Super Bowl commercial. And, he, you know, he has this miraculous story of, like, uh, launching a song on SoundCloud. And then, like, within six months, it being the most uh, most awarded single in all of Billboard history. It, like, beat, like... A 16 year uh, record by Mariah Carey and it was from a beat that he bought on um, uh, on SoundCloud for like $30 and then uploaded it. It went viral. It like started to uh, stream on TikTok and it went on the tr- country charts. It went through this whole journey but behind the scenes he was sleeping on his sister's floor. She, she kicked him out so he had to move to the brother. He has early TikToks of him like eating a piece of pizza being like I'm gonna manifest the best song I'm gonna like and it was just this pure like you know what people are talking about being Delulu so like it was pure delusion but it was something in the divine that's saying like I have a path for you you know and then you know I was in his studio and it was this like three-story multi-million dollar house that was now his recording studio and I'm like he went from that to that within a second and you know that that to me is only the divine could have orchestrated that level of unfoldment.
2: Yeah I'd say add to that that um, you know especially like Chris and I are very sort of passionate that um, the spiritual truths and spiritual messages are spread through um, whatever vehicle that others can hear them and it's not always going to be from that uh, templated guru type of person and so um, you know it's In Beyonce's songs, uh, Chris was telling me that, you know, she really references A Course in Miracles. And so I think there's just this craving from the world to feel the truth. And they might not necessarily recognize it uh, intellectually, but they're sensing a truth, especially if we've got the lyrics of, you know, The Course in Miracles moving through the songs. They're going to feel this truth. And probably there's something within Taylor Swift's music that has also there's got some some seed of truth that is really pulling people in. And so if we take the example of uh, Taylor Swift, she she's really generating She's so in her authenticity and what she's meant to be doing that she's generating this prosperity for everybody. So wherever she goes, I mean, we've all read the um, sort of probably the, the reports of, you know, the American economy was raised by five billion because of her concert. And every time she lands in the city, everybody prospers. Every I know people pay a lot of money for the tickets, but they're also getting very inspired um, through that that evening. Um and so It's when what I see, especially in sort of the fractal um, of really infinite prosperity is when you're in true alignment, wherever you go, you will create prosperity for everybody. Everybody wins in a way. Um, And so that was um, an important aspect of this fame thing that It's, you know, it's not all of this bad stuff, you know, there is a lot of good in it. And especially we need so many more people who are coming with, with goodness and a truth, ultimately, that you can forget everything, all the surface stuff, we're all bringing a very specific Frequency of truth that others others want to hear that that inspires them that helps them grow or connects them deeper to God or does something to them, and that's really what we're bringing. Of course, the money is just uh um it just comes with that because as you're really giving a lot of this uh, energy out, it is coming back. And this actually just leads me into one more point: um is that you know with your book Lady Balls. What I see in that is that you've created something which now has its own life. It's, it's its own live transmission, it just came through you. And now it's its own entity and it's out there. It can just travel the world. It doesn't need you. It's just going to go and do its own thing. It's like this live little entity, you know, off going and helping people. And I love that. And so, what I'd say to everybody, is, you know, if you want to be sharing a message, it's so important to create something that can have its own sense of um, a consciousness and that it can just go out into the world and do its thing. So if Eckhart um, wasn't around, the power of now doesn't need him. It'll just go on and on, you know, uh, just really helping people. And so sometimes with this visibility thing, we can keep our gifts and our things locked in the little cage and that we need to find a way to really open that which you've done so beautifully Mina and I really you know encourage everybody to do that what is the truth that you want to share let it out of the cage find a way that it can have its own consciousness and move out whether it's on YouTube or social media or through a book or through art or through any way that you want to put your your energy out there it's now it's now going to, what I see, it's just like this effervescent movement of spiritual truth around the globe. And so that that's what I love about all of this.
0: Uh. Oh my God, so good. I love what you said about inspiration being in spirit. And what I heard when you were saying that, it was like such a deep activation of like, there's people who are trying to become famous for like fame's sake. And they're never going to make it because and then there's people that are like not trying to become famous, but they're just in spirit and they're creating something that's just getting um, its own attention. Like Jess said, it's creating its own field and people are noticing that they're carrying this thing around. And, and, and you know, those are like the introverts in the world that don't necessarily like they could take it or leave it, like don't care about it. But because they're so in spirit, they're so shiny, there's so much radiance that we can't help but keep our eyes off of them. And therefore they rise to the fame, even though that's not even something, they were just trying to create some music or or write the thing, you know, or, or do the thing. And the activation that I received from both of your messages kind of like colliding together was, you know, this process of, going the next level because remember this you came in my life because I asked God the question (laughs) I'm like how can I like let my message go further and like and like not be afraid you know for myself or like the ego self coming in and and thinking like it's too dangerous it's too much and the activation I just received was your message has already created its own field it's got its own thing that it's doing I just happen to be the one that it flow through and so if i just let the the message become its own field and and go out in the world and 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 be delivered everywhere and just get out of the way it's not about me having to do anything or me having to carry it on my back or me having to be the voice of it or the head of it or anything or the face of it it's just let the thing do its thing so my, the, the message I just received from you guys was get out of the damn way. Like, no. it's not about you. Like, just get out of the way and stop making it about your safety, your privacy, and just let the message like do its thing.
1: Um, can I? I'm about to blow your mind. Blow the, <laughs> the guardrails off of that. Because I think <laughs> everything you said yes and like, let's play with the end. So the thing about and connecting back to what you had mentioned around uh, money, right? I, I you'll love this because you talk about the sacred savage, right? There is if we want to kind of play with this concept of like this spiritual warfare that's existing, right? And the duality of the light and the dark and whatnot. I always think that like whether it's fame, whether it's money, visibility, leadership, right? You know, we're we're living in a country with the leaders or whatever, who knows what their influences are, right? However, when you think about um, money, I'm always like, hey, we're, we're this is war. This is taking more territory for God. Let's put that in God's court. Let's put it in the hands of spiritualists and spiritual leaders, people that have done this inner work and in high high consciousness, because they can handle that. They can steward it. And so uh, you know, the Bible, it actually uses this example of Jesus in feeding the 5000 and that, um, you know, when he had this uh, basket of refillable loaves and fish, he was distributing that to to help people. And he, he himself was embodying a template that we all ask ourselves to we can't take the money for uh, with us in this next lifetime so is to just become a steward of heavens unlimited treasure right? And so that's what Jess was talking about, about being this prosperity engine where uh, Taylor Swift can then now put hands in the, or put money in the hands of her truck drivers and of the restaurants and the hotel industry and, you know, the merchandise and all of the people that get to get paid because she decided to be as big as possible. What I will say about you, Mina, and this is another aspect that came to me about celebrities is, they understand that we are in a material world, right? And so I actually, when I was working with uh, uh, Kim Kardashian, I was also able to work with Kanye West and he had said this thing about Kim Kardashian in one of our meetings. And he said, um, he said you know, a lot of people think that Kim doesn't have the talent, but in my world, like beauty is a talent
0: and he was talking
1: about how like you know she's the muse to all these designers and she's wearing hundreds of thousands of dollars of production of art all the art direction all of the editorials all the stuff it's like she can hold that for everyone else's art to shine and that's another aspect of of the kardashians and going back to this engine of prosperity is that everyone not only within the sisters and the family it created this uh quantum leapfrogging this like inbound network, this ecosystem of prosperity where now the makeup artists became celebrities and then the hairstylists are now celebrities and just people that work with them. And so it, it, it generated this idea, which I firmly believe is that we are all stars. So um, Marianne Williamson, uh, who I also worked with, she said, you know, people were obsessed with stars because we are not yet starring in our own life. What does it take for us to become the star? It takes worthiness. And so what celebrities are doing, they're understanding that we're encased in this like 3D world. We need to eat, we need to, we see whatever. Beauty is a talent. I say this, I think of this idea is that everything, if you are designed in the same way that like, God is the greatest artist. He's the greatest innovator. So, you know, in the same way that Steve Jobs made the iPhone, it's like every detail was thought through the look, the voice, you know, every the the the, the presentation, the body, all of the things were all very intentionally designed for your purpose. And so, the, the aspect of a celebrity is that they're performing, they know how to perform, they know how to, um, because the reality is is that you're always performing whether you know you go into you know the grocery store in sweats hidden and like covered up and you don't want people to look at me that's the energy frequency of oh i'm not available right and that's fine that is a performance you could also be in the performance of oh i'm gonna like wear uh jess and i were obsessed with like double pink like double pink athleisure like i'm gonna wear double pink i'm gonna like wear my chanel sunglasses and you're now inviting a frequency of, oh yeah, I want people to see me, I want people to approach me, I want people to come up to me. And so there is this like flirtiness that I think the universe really rewards when you step into the, oh, if if we're all here to perform, let's give them a show. I mean, I think social media has become the ultimate like playground for people to, while there's obviously the nefarious part of it, the mental health challenges and all of the comparison and, and things like that and the low frequency, we've also understood that the internet is a portal of communication, it's a communication tool that has completely revolutionized the world in ways in which people are becoming multimillionaires from the internet, you know, and so there's this access point that people never have had before, so I feel like in, with the spiritual path in my perspective is, okay, if our God-given potential is here, and it's ever increasing, the universe is expanding proportionate to our desires. The more that I move in harmony with God's desire for my life, and also they're all the same. So it's just releasing the resistance to that. That in itself is for the highest good of all. And so I think that most people, they miss this idea that me being famous or me having the marriage that I want, or um, you know, the successful career, it's for the highest good of all. Like if it's a mother who's like, I want that $200,000 job because that's going to help feed her kids. That's going to help help her support, you know, her family and her lifestyle. It's always for the highest good of all. So I think that uh, not all celebrities obviously have tapped into that knowledge of knowing, or that consciousness of knowing that they're that their anointing is for the highest good of all, but those who have, they've been able to sustain the fame. And so I will give this one gift to you is I have a client who's, he has like 20 million followers on Instagram and he uh, has you know, part of the biggest like uh, movie franchises and also like on Netflix has some of the biggest uh, uh, franchises on that platform as well. And uh, I, I had the same feeling. I was like, oh, God, I don't think I can handle the the fame. I can't handle the like the pressure of he, God was like, you know, your client, he's 24. Look at him. You think you can't handle that? And it completely was like, okay, God, Yeah, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to receive. Whenever your timing is right, I'm ready for it. And it just showed me that like, you know, that obviously they, don't, they all go through their own challenges to like prepare their own nervous systems for that. Some are successful, some are not, but I think it's going and giving yourself that back to you. I can handle it. That's just another, you know, putting you at the edge of creation. It's just another opportunity to expand.
2: Yeah, I'd go um, just off the back of that, is that, you know, in terms of this, your message getting out there, uh, really in a, you know, a profound way and to really impact the whole planet, um, that that deep inner work, that, that place where, you know, we were talking about it on the last podcast, you know, that those rock bottoms, that the things that were happening in your childhood all of that was for a reason and some when some of us are going through such incredibly intense spiritual awakenings or intense things happening in childhood or this intensity it's often because we're we're receivers of universal truth that needs to be shared across the planet and we don't you know that's part of our role as a human is to help deliver it to the planet and to get a get out as you say get out of our own way and to let this message just you know move it as it needs to move because all of that inner work all of that suffering was for was not for no reason it was so that it could help everybody else and so when i see that there's someone has really had to go so deep into themselves um and to come up with these these epiphanies and these treasures of truth that they now are stewards of truth and their job is to get it out to everybody and so how then that ha- works is that you're also given uh, the backup energetically to work with that so you'll you'll have been given the the frequency of impeccability, the high standards, that your whole work is about high standards. And if you look at any of these icons, their standards, I mean, Chris can tell you as he's worked with them in such close proximity, as the standard is incredibly high, it's impeccable. And when I was working with the lawyers who really were at the top of their game, all the deals were in the billions. And it they were do coming up with the most creative ways of working with law the impact the amount of detail was just on another level and so in order to allow this work to move and to uh, go where it needs to go there's also this level of impeccability and high standards which you've been cultivating it's been like everything's been coming together just you know god working through you going right you need a bit of this you need a bit of that and all of those lessons are coming up as a spiritual truth and then off into the planet to really just help everybody come into their own um, their own authority, their own authenticity, and to really bring the whole frequency of this planet up. Um, and so that that's the sort of um, energetics of what is going on here. And you know, I see that I just see all of those pieces coming together for you, you know, so that so all of the truth can be moved across the planet.
0: Oh my god, so much. This is going to be one of those calls that I listen to like 20 times a day. This is is so good. What I'm hearing both of you guys saying is that, you know, the feminine, because you guys know, I always think about things in terms of like the feminine and the masculine polarity. And what I'm hearing is like, as the feminine, as the artist, our job is to master our craft and then be in our kind of divinity in our like downloads be in being in spirit being an inspiration but it's not like because we're trying to be inspiring is that we're just going and being in spirit which then in itself is inspiring so having said that if you were If you had the opportunity, which I know you guys have had, of like you saw someone that was like really in spirit, like you could see them—they're just budding out. They're really in spirit, and you can already intuit that they're going to catch people's attention, and this person is going to go big because you can see how deeply rooted they are in spirit. And your job—they hired you, or you found them—and. You knowing everything that you guys know about everything, energetic, spirituality, manifestations, fame, celebrity, like all of those things, what would be your job then? What would be the container? What would be the things that you would set up with them? So so that they were the Madonnas and not the Britney Spears, you know, so they weren't the ones where people are looking at them saying, oh my God, like, let's not be famous, right? Like, this is horrendous versus like the people that are just doing so much good. Like, like you said about, um, you know, um, Taylor Swift showing up and then everyone's abundant, like everyone's just abundant from her overflow. So what, what would be your tips for this person? What would you say?
1: Well, I think that that's why Justin, we love, Justin and I, we love this idea. We're like spiritual counsel and that Mm -hmm. soon it's going to be, in vogue where, you know, everyone has a therapist, everyone has a coach, like, that's like the new thing. You know, Jess and I, we actually work with some investors. And um, it's funny, we have this investor who, you know, he went to this convention with his Wall Street bros. And he was like, I thought I was going to be the only one with a manifestation coach. And then all my, you know, bros from Yale all had coaches. And I was like, yeah, it's like the thing, like, they know that they want to be optimized they want to be high performance i say this all the time olympic champions have coaches you know that's the how you get there and so what i would say just from a very like simplistic standpoint it's the support and like you had talked in our last a uh, podcast around you know just having your husband be your rock and then that just became that masculine container of safety for your feminine flag to just fly Fly as high as possible and to soar, actually. And so, when you think about it, this actually just came to me because you know uh, I read Britney Spears' memoir. I was super connected to her as a kid growing up, uh, her and Paris Hilton. And so, you know, with Britney, um, unfortunately, she, her her even her immediate family support wasn't uh, wasn't something she could trust or depend on. And, and which, and when you think about that alternatively to Beyonce, you know, where she's so blessed and like her parents really set her up, like, and even to this day are still so, uh, uh, you know, connected. The mom is at every show, you know, same thing with Taylor Swift. Her mom is at like at every show, same thing with Miley Cyrus. The mom is at every show they have that support, you know? And then, you know, someone like Brittany, unfortunately, she, um, she didn't have that so that wounding that woundedness manifested in her seeking out almost like in the way that you had talked about where you know women are like i just need to get a husband i don't care who he is if he's breathing i'll just get with him it's like they're they're looking for that love you know from those places um taking it a step further though is that i think that it is also in our own sovereignty in our own individual empowerment it's that inner connection to god and the the thing about what's so interesting, going back to what Brittany, she actually all the things that have happened and transpired with her and the conservatorship and, you know, being freed. She's like, I found God. This whole thing was for me to go through into the depths of my despair. That was my support. That was who I was needing. And so I think that in terms of like this, this spiritual counsel for whether you're an athlete who, you know, is 19 years old and just signed a $60 million deal or, you know, a celebrity that just like, you know, has been toiling away at their craft and then becomes overnight success because of a, a viral experience. Or that was like, what happened with one of my clients, they, um, you know, they went from like sort of famous and like, you know, sort of known, but then 20 million followers overnight. Like, so it was, it was that quick. And obviously God had been like, working on it to to that manifestation happening. But sometimes it happens that way. Like even with Marianne Williamson, she uh she was plucked out of obscurity because uh because Oprah found the book. Like that's like you know that was her version of winning the lottery is oh Oprah found my book and I became the third best selling author in the country that year. You know, so these types of miracles do happen And then the support structure that's underneath them. So like, to me, like, I think um, holding that container, that's always leading them back to one, their integrity. We know that the integrity comes from this inner voice and this inner connection. And then also too, it's also, we need that reflection. I think that oftentimes we think that, oh, we can just do it on our own. Like, you know, and that's like, you know, that's just our, like our trauma, sometimes like, you know, you talked about your mom, I had the same kind of experience uh, living, uh, growing up with a single mom, where it's just like, okay, I'm just going to do it myself. I'm just going to barrel through. And that's not in the receiving that, hey, there is goodness, there's people that are here to support you, to hold space to um, support up the star so that they can do what they do best. And I think that, you um, that includes having somebody on the spiritual side that is almost holding, um, a portal through which when they're in the low frequency, which will happen, they're going to experience challenges and, and hit, hit, uh, spots. And even as they're up-leveling, right, the, the portal can still stay open because the container is, uh, is it's, it's foolproof, you know, and it's like having, um uh, and that's why when anyone uh wins like a grammy or an oscar there they they go for talk they talk for like four minutes thanking all the people that right. supported them because they needed it honestly I I actually like cried in the shower recently just during the eleven eleven portal just thinking about like my friends like Jess and all the people in my life that have gotten me to this point in my life like my college friends and I was just like if literally one of those people didn't exist in my field, I don't know what would have happened. And I and I think about that in terms of like, oh, I can handle this. And I think we think, oh, God is gonna take me on this lonely path and it's lonely at the top. Actually, that's not what I found. I think that when you move into the space of, of authenticity and, and prosperity and just sort of that bigness of your goal, I, I, I think of it like the Wizard of Oz is that all your friends come and play with you. You meet the scarecrow, you meet the tin man, you meet the lion and all you, you get to go on this adventure and like even like our meeting, it's like it feels divine because it's this like high frequency convening of like souls that knew, hey, we're here to also hold space. The last thing I'll say before I p- pass it to Jess is also it's very powerful when people can see you one of my gifts, like I have clairaudience, so I'm able to kind of look, I call them God goggles, but I'm lo- able to see um, someone's potentiality and who God sees them as and to be able to speak identity into people. And I think that that to me is the biggest pandemic that we're suffering from in this world is that we are so disconnected from our spiritual identity, the truth that we are love, that God loves us, that we are we are literally love, that is who we are. And we deviated so far from that. And so I think that when I think of a celebrity, I'm like, wow, Gaga, Lady Gaga, she says this thing. She's like, I don't want you to leave my concerts loving me more. I want you to leave your my concerts loving yourself more. That's what you do as a spiritual leader, like you help people love themselves more. Katy Perry makes me feel that way. Britney Spears, Paris Hilton, like they make me love myself more. And for other people, it's going to be, you know, Kobe Bryant or Steph Curran or whatever, you know, uh, Curry, like there's going to be different people for everybody. So, um, yeah, that's that's what came through.
2: Yeah, and for me, you know, what happens here is that, as you were saying, you know, you were listening to the podcast, and you were hearing messages that were coming through for, for you. And so I didn't realize I'd been doing this, but so many people have been telling me that essentially, the, the, all these messages are coming through me for them. And so how I see this is that um, people that we're working with are very deeply connected to source, to God, to to something. And as they're connected, they're receiving exactly what they need. But sometimes the human form, the limitations don't allow that receiving to be crystal clear. Um, and just to to go with it there's some sort of you know we're talking about frequency of denial in the other podcast sometimes like well no you know there's a bit of that going on but when that message is coming from God through me and someone can hear it they receive it in a very different way and so that's partly how um, I'm working but we also look at like someone like I heard, overheard, went, not overheard. it wasn't like in the room. I heard Gwen Stefani talking about how she'd really, um, you know, found God and was she before she didn't want to die without going into her purpose. she'd be like, "Oh, it wasn't the music your purpose?" And it wasn't, not for her. She's like, "No, I, my purpose. I can feel it's coming," and so that's so important. And it just. It, you know very precisely what chris and i work with is this um this purpose that even when the celebrities have accumulated all of the success and the money and everything which you think is their purpose they there's something within them that they know that there's something else there's another reason for their existence there's something deeper that needs to uh, come out And that is really where we come into our own, is to really support that that deep purpose um, and to allow that to to express itself. Uh, So that's my take on it.
0: Oh my God, so much. I love it. I love it. This is definitely going to be one of those calls that I have to re-listen yeah. to. I know I said that already, but I really, I, I know it's like, you know, with, with the other call that I was saying that I listened to 20 times, it was because every time I was listening to it, my consciousness was raising so then I can get more out of it. And then my Thank consciousness would, would raise and I would get more out of it. And then I would ask more questions and then I would hear you, uh, you know, Chris or Jess would say things. I'm like, I swear to God, she did not say that before. He didn't say that previously, (laughs) but it's like, now I needed to hear it. I was ready to hear it. And I know this is going to be the same for this. So what, tell me, and I'm I'm more asking even for myself, but I know my audience is going to want to know this. So what kind of things are you providing for that and I know you guys work with really big celebrities but like even for everyone else like are there things like do you guys have books or, or or courses or or things that we can do to kind of be in your frequency and and see what you're creating and and hopefully get more of these encoded messages coming through
1: uh I mean I think for for what I've experienced and like what's you know your your own embodiment is right you're the you're like the transmission is very specific to us right like it's that like God knows it's like I'm not gonna watch like an action sports movie he knows like I'm gonna I'm gonna receive that download through a rom-com or through pop music you know (laughs) I have a twin brother who's like my exact opposite and he like he loves rap music and he's hip-hop and he's like you know we're both artists but like we have very two different aesthetics And i think that that's like the beauty you talked about the abundance of god and just sort of how that truth needs to be facilitated and what jess and i have have really found is that um in that higher highest consciousness right of love it's like you're connected to the field right and that love your heart is open and so you're able to receive more you're able to um the course of miracles talks about the holy spirit speaks to you through your brother we're we are relationally designed is that we we're not in, engaging in this world as like solo fragments. like we we're not uh, separate waves of the ocean. We are the ocean. So all of the people, like you know, I I get excited like speaking to you, speaking to Jess, and like seeing this, you know, one of the things that Jess and I are really passionate about is like galvanizing and mobilizing this next generation of spiritual leaders. Because what we can feel in the field is like this awakening of mass consciousness. And I'm my thing is, again, more territory for God. So if more of us are rising up to become the generals and the sergeants of of this uh awakening of love on the planet, whoa. I, I have this vision. I have this dream of of, you know, we Oprah has been credited a lot for like, you know, her using her platform to mainstreamify spirituality. So I have this gripe around like the spiritual space because it's like an echo chamber. It like speaks to itself. And like we have our own language and like, you know, it's like if you're in the self-help or self-development space, you know what it is. However, I think that the next paradigm is exactly what you're saying, is creating a bridge. And in that bridge, I think my God loves Chanel yeah also you know you were saying that like that gets to be an expression of the divine you know it doesn't get to be the only thing but it gets to be a true pure frequency of authenticity and the more that people are willing to step into that again it gets scary and people are afraid of that but what I find is that as you said like you ask and you're actually just going to get this receiving. And so I, I've i actually, it was cool because when we had spoken in our first podcast, like I just like, suddenly got back into the secret and this is like my, this was my journey with it because when I first started the spiritual awakening around like eight years ago, I watched it and I was like, okay, yeah, I totally love this. This is awesome. Of course, I had to go through an eight year deprogramming, unlearning, healing my trauma and all this other stuff because it didn't work for me automatically. It worked for me in some ways, but it didn't work for me in other ways. Um, However, I rewatched it just recently and I've been like re-listening to it and everything. And I know you said you watched it like multiple times, like throughout a whole year. And I was like, wait, this is it. This is the truth. Because for me, what has been collapsed and dissolved in my own ego, having worked with these stars is that they're no different it's this normalization thing where so now it's embodied in me like you know with Paris I'm like oh she's my bestie I love her you know and it's just this embodied thing where when you go in it's like sometimes I'll go on her Instagram I'm like oh it looks like it's it looks like it's like I'm looking at my friend who just happens to be like one of the most known people in the world but when you um when you go into this space of like what you had spoken earlier about this, like normalization, what we know in the law of attraction or the secret or whatever is like, it takes, it's the same imaginal power. It's the same God power that can create $10 or $10 million. It all comes from the same space. So I'm like, Jess and I like to play with these high performers and high achievers and manifestors because it's like, Yeah, they already know how to collapse duality in a sense, because they could they could tap into a frequency of creation that only like a certain people like the 1% get to play in. And at the same time, when you couple that with the divine, when you couple that with consciousness, when you strengthen that God muscle like, oh, my God, I say, you know, you you cannot stop a speeding bullet, especially when God is doing the shooting. And so, like, I think it just becomes this perfect aim where like, I'm hoping that as all of us come into higher elevation, anointing, prosperity, uh, influence, all of us are going to have perfect aim with our manifestations, because we've been so collapsed in our creation. And so for me, I, like Jess and I, we always like to go to the top because it's like, oh, yeah, well, people are playing here at this level of the game, which is great. And at the same time, I, you know, it's like, you can get a Michael Kors bag. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. I love it. I love, like, sometimes I go to, like, you know, the thrift store and I'm like, oh, I love this bag. But you could also play at the Birkin level, at the Hermes level, and that's, like, another game, right? And so I just kind of come into this, like, very, like, fun playground of life. And it's like, okay, God, I do not want to die. I'm not dying without becoming a billionaire. I just know that that is my, I can feel it in my soul. It's like what you had said on our first podcast episode of, like, you still having the imprint of being rich in like a past life and it's like it's the same it's like you have that imprint is that like your cells hold the memory of of it already happening of it already being that divine calling and so if it's happened can we really resist the call and we know that god tricks you in the best ways possible (laughs) to get it
0: Oh, I think you're muted, uh Jeff. Oh, I'm back. I'm
2: back. Um, <laughs> yeah, what I'd say to that is it's going back to synchronicity, because it was telling at the beginning of this podcast how Chris and I met through this person uh called Alexander. And um he when I during this process of meeting him, he happened to be going through I, I messaged him one day, and he was going through a, a very intense Kundalini awakening, one of those ones which is, you know like big and it was over a period of four days and so he was just in this sort of channel he didn't sleep for four days and he was just channeling like the the amount of energy that was flowing through him as he was just going through this kundalini awakening was incredible and so he was channeling my brand and he said you're just going to be um you're going to help people manifest, you're gonna manifest on behalf of people and you'll be very difficult to find. And he got um, this artist to do a uh, painting of what the, the what the brand looked like, and it's it's this picture of it's somewhere in like uh, it feels like Japan, it's very Japanese, and it's just like this little island in the middle of nowhere, and just this this woman sitting under a tree meditating, and there's just sea around, and he's like you'll be hidden, and people will just find you. And so what I'm starting to really discover is that um, in terms of the, the the messages and the way that I'm working, it's, it's for a very few people um, who can really receive um, the sort of depth of the, the knowledge. And so that's why I'm not really very present on social media or other places is because it's more moving through frequency that people will just – somehow find me. And so through that, I created this program called the Crystalline Codes, which was really to work at that level with, uh, you know, a small select group of people who are moving at that, in that sort of frequency. And it's not something that can really be advertised or that they've just got to find me somehow. And so there's that, that's uh, starting in January. But what Chris and I also do is we work with our partner who he, um, he work, He's worked for Beyonce and Lady Gaga, doing, you know, in the fashion space. And then recently, he'd been he's been working with Angelina Jolie. And if you look on, I think it was a November issue of um, Vogue. He, uh, Angelina Jolie's in this beautiful pink dress. This is so stunning. And he designed it. And he designed everything she's wearing in that um, feature. And so we have him on board who really looks at the the, the sort of frequency of the visuals. What is it that you're, uh, cause obviously we're all visual. And uh, so he looks at that side and Chris and I, you know work in different ways with um, clients who essentially at that iconic status or who are really coming to move something through uh, the, the planet on a big level. And so we're looking at, you know, disseminating that spiritual truth and uh really really pulling everything together with um you know this incredible team of people and so that's uh, something that we have as a joint project together
1: yeah one thing i want to add to that uh is like also like as jess was saying is that her brand is this frequency of ease and like i i honestly have seen it happen so much where it's like this um in the field of of creation it is collaborative it's a play it's a playful experience right and so we have actually become channels for others manifestations for our clients manifestations whether it's through we've we've see this happen on any level where it's like hey you're looking for a job and like your friend is like hey i know the job like you know the 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 desire is coming through where it's like we hold for each other the access points To uh, activate and to expand, and so uh, I found that so you know, Jess and I with our with our investor client, like in just literally a month or two of like really like integrating and sort of cementing this identity. um, He's in the process of like he's he's raised like a multi million dollar fund, but you know he wants to have like a multi billion dollar asset firm, and so like the the thing is in this identity of being like, oh, I'm not separating myself from that. You know, we know that in oneness consciousness, the portal of creation is through love. So just pure love of that thing. Like the people that make a lot of money, they have a loving relationship with money. They don't have any like stickiness or shame or should I want this? Is this bad or whatever? They just love it. You know, Kim Kardashian, she's like, I was born to be famous, I was made to be famous. She created a loving relationship with fame and that now harmonized to her in a harmonious way in which she she can uphold in, in a way that uh, feels aligned for her. And so I think that um, when you move into this higher consciousness, that collaboration is the, the way of the new earth. And that when you move into a space of like, how can I play, how can those, um, those uh, like manifestations be channeled through others where it's not this like, oh, I have to carry this whole heavy rock up the mountain, God, by myself. This is scary. You know, God's like, no, let's facilitate this through which all of these opportunities can now come through as a conduit uh, for that bigger mission and that bigger goal. So I think we all are going back to the army analogy is that we're all being placed within uh this uh structure, this almost this geometry of 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 love that needs to now be upheld and to be created together. So we'll all hold the pieces.
2: Well I think just oh one goodness. last to add to that yeah. is, you know, one of the the sort of tools that we use is the ability to collapse duality. And so when you have um, a team around you who all know how to collapse duality, like you are an incredible um, example of how to collapse duality. And so it's around. It's also about creating this team around you who know how to do that, to collapse the duality and hold that, that space, that space where all of creation is moving through. Um, and so that's a really important tool that both Chris and I use together and in each of our own businesses is that um, – Ability to uh, come into that state of non-duality, which is really um, just go a little bit sort of nerdy, as I you know, I know you know I know how nerdy you are as well, Mina, is that we have the um, the black hole, and so we we're working with different dimensions, and what we want is in another dimension, and of course sometimes the other side of the black hole is closed, and so. faster than the speed of light is the speed of thought faster than that is, is the speed of being and as you come into your pure essence pure being you're able just to move through the black hole in through different dimensions in order just to pull back the um the manifestation um incredible things and so you know there's that geeky part that we bring to it as well um which uh is Either the person we work with is able to do that as well, and we also work with people who can't do that themselves, in which case we really hold that space for them. And then they it's sort of like Steve Jobs' uh, distorted reality field, uh, we're holding that space so that the manifestations can really move and flow with ease.
0: Oh, my God, I love this. Um, You know, there's this thing in the spiritual community. And I know I went through this, and a lot of my students go through it. And it seems like the three of us are on the other end now. And in the beginning, when you're starting your spiritual awakening, whether it happens to you, or you make it happen there's this point of like deconstruction and deselection and you have to let go of a lot of people or they just fall away. It's not even just like this nasty thing, but there's this time where you're just like by yourself, or it feels like I'm in the, like, it's lonely. I'm doing this by myself. I keep hearing this from my students. Like, you know, I had to let go of a lot of people or a lot of people fell away when I started doing this inner work. But as you evolve. And as you raise your consciousness and as you're on the other end, you'll start realizing that you stop being just your only channel or like the antenna that's like downloading the information. And now what happens is, God will give the answers through other channels that are taking different positions in time space. So, for example, you know, for years, you know, I've been asking that um, God questions, and God's been delivering the answer to me. Whether it's like seeing a billboard or a commercial or a book or something, right? But it's coming through, and then I'm receiving it. And what's happening now is that I ask a question, and then you know, God sends you guys to you know who already have. You know, publish this podcast, but it's for me. It's like literally for me giving me all the answers. It's because the positions that you're holding in time space with your antenna, with your frequencies, you're able to gather different downloads and different information and put them in a way for me where I can understand it, where I can then receive it and metabolize it in a way that needs to be done. And so, I completely agree that, uh, you know, it's so interesting, because what you guys are saying, is so vibing with what I'm teaching, you know, I got asked the question, like, how do I know I'm healed? Like, I did all this inner work. Like, how do I know? And my answer was that when you have that, when you have restored the ability to pair bond with other humans, You know, when you have that's the ultimate sign of health, when you can go back to just this honest, pure, authentic human connection, and this attunement to each other, which scientifically, you know, is known as pair bonding, but like, just really deep um, from a biological and spiritual perspective. And I feel like that's when you start that collaboration process where you can trust people. And not only is the information coming through you, but you know, Jess might give another piece of the puzzle and Chris might give a different piece of the puzzle. And together it we have the answer. And that's why we have such a desire and need to showcase it and share it. Because we're what we're doing is we're actually calling forth our soul family and saying, yes. hey, I've learned this. This is what I have. What do you have? But sure. share, can you share what you brought? And then Jess, can you share what you've learned? And together we're it's it's the one morphogenetic field, it's the one collective knowing or learning
1: yeah i think it's like a potluck like where like you know there's (laughs) you know right it's like oh okay who's bringing the mashed potatoes who's bringing the turkey who's bringing the mac and cheese like that is that's exactly right and then it's like somebody who puts so much love in making that green salad or making that like dessert or the pie that is what they're here to bring to the potluck and it's it's this difference between somebody who's like you know putting their their dish on the On the edge of the uh, the table, being like, "Oh, I don't want anyone to eat it. I don't think it's that good." Versus like when when you like you said that healing comes into this uh, alignment with your gift, you're like, "I'm ready to share it. I'm ready." Like I know that this gift it multiplies, it amplifies, and like it's it's God given. And so I think that 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 I love that example of like you can't have the feast without everyone in the same way you can't have an orchestra without you know all of the different instruments, it's like everyone needs to play their part.
2: And from a Gene Keys perspective, um, we first have our purpose that we work through, which is just about us. We then move through relationship. Um, So the Gene Keys is all, it's your personal frequency map that shows you how to get into these high frequencies. And so you go through your relationship and you know how relationships can be, be very triggering. Um, what happens here is we we stay in the relationship we really learn to open our hearts and to work with these triggers work with the karma or this stuff and to you know heal the, the sacred wounds and all of that ultimately the heart really opens and in that open space it moves into the prosperity which starts to um, it actually shows you your blueprint of who is meant to help you and that's already laid down it's already it's there so everybody listening the blueprint of who is meant to help you as you're saying I mean all of these different messages um, and from all different places and in terms of teams and everyone coming together um it just starts to reveal itself so what i always talk about is everything is here it's like there's only this present moment and we we just have to make the invisible visible. And so all of those people that we're meant to help, that are meant to help us, we just have to move into this uh, making them visible, which happens as we open our heart. And with that, um, that creates a hive mind. And because everyone's working with their own genius, you can imagine what an incredible sort of recipe that creates when you've got everybody in their their genius coming together um, for the collect, you know, for one sort of, you know, just sort of like, uh, I, I can't explain it, but in a quick way. But ultimately, we come back together in the hive mind. And it's from there that we really unlock that prosperity. So like, you know, Taylor Swift I was talking about that prosperity was just really unlocked for everybody by everybody coming and doing what they really love. And that's, that's ultimately really raising frequency and how we're working together because ultimately we want to work collectively. We want not Put on this earth to work by ourselves um, but we also all want to bring our own piece of genius to to the to the meal as Chris was saying.
0: Oh my God, I love that. It's just like in order to create anything, you need the engineer and you need the architect and you need the person that understands the math and the person that can budget the project and the person that actually constructs it and the person that makes it beautiful with the interior design. So yes, we're th- th- that's the ultimate thing. We weren't supposed to create in isolation and that's part of the journey, obviously. You have to shit things and deselect and all that. But eventually you come to this place where... You know, it's just this uh potluck of, of different people bringing in their geniuses, their inspiration, their in spirit, and then working in collaboration. Guys, I can just talk to you forever, and we have to do. You promise we are gonna do this again because yeah, this we we so good.
1: To. Oh my god, <laughs> we will do it again, and. Oh my God. Uh, One thing that just is coming through just to maybe like for the listeners, because this is also going to be a transmission that they're going to be receiving. And this could also be like where God's intending them to to really come into their alignment. It's that I have this fundamental belief, like, you know, I I myself, like I'm a music artist. I, um, you know, I've been on billboards, I got a record deal. And so all of these things that have happened, but then I started working with celebrities and stars because the, there was a part of me that also believed I was a star. And so people that are in that high frequency, they're attracted to that. That's kind of why, as Jess was saying, with the lawyers or you know these celebrities, they have the highest standard. They want people that are also in integrity and in like authenticity with who they are called, who their divine blueprint is. And so for me, um, when I think about just like, One of our clients this investor he you know he had set this intention he had known that this is who he was going to be but because that identity wasn't yet in alignment with god's god goggles with that sort of like divine impression once he 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 tightened that it was like the gates foundation and bloomberg and all these huge like bank of america all these huge people were coming because that was like now he is a vibrational match to that to that reality. And I think that this it comes into this thing of like what's just really coming through is like, we're all here to dream a better world. Righteousness means right seeing, is that everyone's talking about going to the new earth. The new earth is here. It is through the light workers, it's through these people, these elevated spiritual leaders that are moving into, you can call it love consciousness or Christ consciousness, unconditional love. This frequency is that we are going to see this world into existence through creation, through love, and through our own healing of our own frequencies. And so I think that, like, for me, while we love the celebrities and we love the public figures, they are just icons to help us return back to the love within ourselves, such that we then create this ripple of prosperity and and good for everyone. And so my, my, like, one thing I want to leave with everyone. is like dream as big as possible. That is the partnership for the divine. It's like, people think that, Oh, if I want more money or if I want a marriage, or if I want, you know, some big expansion in my job or fame, even, you know, that that's going to separate me from God. That is God's invitation. Desire in Latin means of the father. So the desires were given to you, you know, um, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and God will give you the desires of your heart. Like that is what it is. He gave them that you, he's dreaming through you. Um, Oprah, she says this thing about how she knows that the the magnitude of her life is she came into alignment with realizing that God is dreaming through her. And so for us, I think we've separated ourselves and thought, oh, I have to live this small life. And maybe somebody's, that's the fullest expression of where they're going to go. And that's completely amazing and they're holding their piece of this geometry of what we're talking about but as you start to go deeper into deeper some of us are just meant to be shiny and we're meant to be seen we're meant to wear red lipstick and just like everyone's like ah that person's a star and that that energy that magnetism it's like what what would the world be without that and that's the thing that haunts me in terms of god being like okay did you fulfill and i was like yeah i pushed it to the edge of what i could create and that was the divine just moving magic through me
0: so good so good so good where can people find you guys well i'm gonna put all the links that you want me to put but where can people find you guys and be in this just juicy delicious divine energy all the time
1: oh my god yes i'm really active on instagram and I'm getting more active on TikTok, but at Sir Chris Saint, and yeah, I'll send some links over so we can connect. But uh, love you guys. DM me; I read my DMs, all of them. <laughs> so. oh,
0: oh my god!
2: Really? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm on Instagram at Go Inward, um, and I've also got a sort of newsletter that you can find uh, through there, um, and that's that's really all where I am publicly.
0: Awesome. Oh, my God. I can't wait for my people to hear this. You guys are so good. Oh, my God. I I feel like you're an answer to my prayer. All of these questions and things I had about my next layer and you it's encoded in your messages. So I can't wait to hear more from you guys. We have to do this again. You've already promised me on video. I've got it now. We're doing it again. And thank you so much for your time, for your love, for your transmissions. It was just so good. So good. Oh, thank you so Love
1: much. Thank you and congrats on the book. Everyone go buy Lady Balls. Um, <laughs> such a good book. Love it. Um, thank talk you. Soon. Bye, babe.
0: Thank you. Bye. Bye.